0: Today's guest is uh, a friend of mine from our time on the Opie and Anthony show, and uh, Opie and Jim Norton as well. Sorry, um, he is a comedian. He's one of the hosts of the History Hyenas podcast. It's uh, my friend and what is not an ally called? Oh, and nemesis, Mister Chris De Stefano. Oh I died and then i
1: Carl,
0: died. yeah god that's
1: so sad huh yeah that Carl was a beautiful guy
0: what it happened was a great to him? guy was it drugs you think i think
1: drugs didn't help him and shara i but i think it was just eating you know i personally think that just my opinion mm-hmm. that that he was really fucking sad and devastated when his wife divorced him
0: oh his wife left him that blonde his
1: wife left me yeah, and she wow. cheated on him no. with a busboy yeah and he found out and then he moved to a cabin in the woods and was like hey i cut her a check for whatever 200k she's out of my life fuck it i'm the happiest i've ever been i live in the woods now every day was like shot of whiskey and you know fucked firewood yeah no no not even that like he would be like yo i eat mcdonald's all day every day in the woods oh yeah he would just and he would always post ruizing r-u-i-z-i-n-g ruizing and so but the food was crazy like the worst shit you you know Big Mac with a devil dog with syrup on it and would eat it and he was like right. Ruizing and people start tweeting at him Ruizing Ruizing and then he just didn't wake up one day. But I think you know when you're in your, your mid 40s you start doing stuff like that anybody is is apt to have a heart attack.
0: Yeah, it's dangerous. Dang. Cuz it's like, you know That's a, and he's a chef too and we're talking about Carl Ruiz.
1: Yeah, Carl Ruiz or Ruiz.
0: Yeah. And there's shit yeah, R U I Z. Everybody's seen that type of name but And also, yeah, you never kind of know how it is. Ruiz. 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 I'm probably going to say Ruiz. Ruiz.
1: The mad Cuban.
0: Yeah, the mad Cuban. And he... Dude, that's got to be your worst nightmare. You are Mm. a chef. Right. And your wife leaves you with a busboy.
1: That's the rumor. I don't know if that is actually how it happened. That's what we were told. That's what he said on... You know when we used to do opie and all that, but it's the story of the. It's just a, it's
0: such a Greek tragedy almost. You're in the back of a kitchen, right? You're doing it. You're doing a lamb chop. You're doing a scallion, right? You know, right? You're doing the work, right? Then you got this little Millie freaking Vanilli guy out here, run, right? Filling waters and freaking offering extra butter,
1: and he might have been another Ruiz too. Most chances are a bus boy working at a restaurant in New Jersey. His last name is also Ruiz, so it's all in the family. It's kind of whack because he raised her kids. Like they were his own Wow Because those weren't his biological children But they called him dad and everything like that Mm. And he just left man And then he had just opened up this beautiful brand spanking ass new restaurant I believe in Midtown And then he fucking died like a month into it
0: And was the restaurant still going?
1: Hell yeah I I think the restaurant is closed now because he's gone Mm. Or maybe it it changed Something changed about the restaurant now But yeah he was um, It was such a shocking thing when he died
0: Carl Ruiz.
1: His breath always stunk, though, so I always wondered if there was something rotting in inside him. Oh, rotting in Carl. He always Ruiz. had stinky breath, and that's no disrespect. I'm not disrespecting the dead. You know, I would I wouldn't do that. But I'm saying I used to say like his breath always smelled like hot ass, and I'm just wondering if that if there was something always going on, like a hole or something.
0: It seemed like he kind of took like did one of those um Zen. Dip packs, yeah, and never took it out. He
1: never took it out.
0: Yeah, like he got uh what is that thing that women get if they leave a tampon in for too long?
1: Um, like a toxic toxic like shock had, syndrome. It seemed like he had toxic shock syndrome from a Zen dip. It smelled like one of his tonsils was dead and the other one was alive. Yeah, like just it wasn't all the way horrid, but something there was some part of him of his of his mouth like a dead tooth or a dead tonsil something or food stuck but something was always stank and the living one had hid the dead one and was telling the cops he didn't know what happened to it exactly the living one killed the dead one yeah that's true yeah it's true but you know r.i.p to carl because i love him and i always will
0: yeah r.i.p carl ruiz yeah or ruiz ruiz
1: yeah Carl. i just call we call him the mad cuban yeah yeah the mad cuban and and that and that's when you and I met, dude. I was gonna say he's connected. He's connected to to us. R.I.P. Carl, R. man. R. man R. Carl, man. Man, he had such a
0: big heart, man. He had such a well. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, or he didn't. I don't know what happened to him. They said. Well, but. because
1: if he died that early, he probably had a little heart. Yeah. But he had a big soul. Small hearted. Small hearted, yeah. Small hearted, and we got uh
0: we got Nick Davis and uh, Dom DePetta's here too.
1: Yeah, Don DePetta, everybody. They didn't, we didn't have enough time to get him on camera. Yeah. He's fine as fuck, too. He's on camera. We can see him. GoPro. Oh, GoPro oh, not high def or anything. But. Nick, you're cute, too. Thanks, buddy. You really are. You're one of those rare guys that can pull off bangs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dang, he is kind of huh. He's got nice bangs, man. Dude, you guys were just, uh, you and Don were just
1: in um, Cleveland, right? Right, Cleveland at Hilarity's Comedy Club. Thank you. The last time I went through there, I sold like 500 seats. Which, for me, that was good, but this time, the whole weekend, 1,500 out of 1,600. So, for me, wow. that's like a new ball field. And I was telling, them, telling you before the show, it all started when I came on your podcast last January, got the ball really? rolling. But you and Bert, when I did you guys back-to-back in the same week, I will never forget. I, had, I was just telling Don this. I had 99,000 followers on Monday, like when I came back, you know, as it came through the weekend. Then you and Bert released in the same week. By Friday of that week, I had 139,000. Wow. So now followers, who cares about the followers? It's not about the vanity of it. It's about that. you guys gave me a real opportunity to gain your fans and give me the opportunity for me to perform for them, and then they stuck around, and they're yeah. still buying, and now they're fans of my podcast, The History Hyenas, because we get it all the time because we're like, where would we find you? We send out a little service, and it's always like, this past weekend, or Bert Show, or there's a Big Pockets in New York Girls Gotta Eat andrew schultz and then recently the fighter and the kid Mm -hmm. that i did a couple of months ago all that stuff it's all the podcasts like it's got nothing to do with television at all anymore it's just a podcast and what you can how you can maximize that on the internet so appreciate it
0: yeah no man look i i I, I, i'm i'm glad you came and i'm glad you came back man you got
1: nice fingers too I, i know i know that's one of those things i've never said to you but i've been i've been watching your ig for a long time and i've been friends with you i think since 2000. 13, 14 And you got some of the nicest fingers in the game And toes I didn't realize that you're Because you're wearing thong-toed sandals right now So you got toes yeah, I I'd am. like to put mustard on your toes And ketchup on your fingers And take a bite out of your hot dog Is
0: thong-toed sandals Is that too much for Is that like a woman kind of wearing a thong Or what is that like? if you came
1: out if you I'll be honest with you if you came to my part of Brooklyn mm-hmm. right with the thong toe sandals like that there's a chance not when you're with me but there's a chance like you know one of my boys names Pat Finnegan Patty Fly Balls he would hit you with a taped up wiffle ball bat <laughs> yeah. just because he would think like why is this dude coming out with his no socks on
0: yeah so you got a guy an adult doing freaking the wor- lamest crime ever bro Yeah. what else is <laughs> yeah. he gonna do he would ta- are you gonna used- rob a bank with a
1: slingshot <laughs> dude what he, else is he gonna do he used do? to tape quarters and nickels to the end of a tape a whiff ball bat and then put tape around it and just hit people in the back <laughs> of the head with it and you, just hear, you just get lit up by batting fly balls
0: dude when i was young people used to, if people if if somebody was really upset uh-huh you would go up to them and you'd be like you're mad yeah you would hit your throat and say you're mad, mad. and it would make them so much matter bro of course there's something about that when people you mad yeah
1: and then you get hit or oh, what about this if you go like that and then they'd look see I've caught you you get punch in the stomach for that yeah if you had that's like an embarrassing thing but they don't do that stuff it's anymore like
0: dangerous youth White, it's like white crime it's like white childhood
1: right homoerotic crime i gotta be honest with you though man the neighborhood i grew up in that we did that white homoerotic shit but if you fucked with the albanians mm-hmm. the albanians in my name Sand christians they call them sand christians re uh in ridgewood queens ridgewood bushwick area queens brooklyn area bro one time we were playing ball right somebody elbowed one of the Albanians by accident, kid got pissed off, came back twenty minutes later, ten deep. Okay, two of the Albanians had chainsaws, active chainsaws, yeah. running on the court with the chainsaws, trying to take off fucking limbs. Damn. Yeah. So nobody ever messed with the Albanians in my neighborhood. They had a gang out there, but imagine coming somebody coming at you with a chainsaw for realsies. Oh yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah,
0: dude. I used to work. I used to do um, not logging, but I did yard work. Mm-hmm. For a man, and uh, <laughs> and um, <laughs> yeah, you guys obviously never done any actual work,
2: yeah, but
0: no. and I had to work with this mentally challenged dude. They called him what was that guy's name? Hold on, they called him Tiger Cat, but I don't remember what his name was. Right, um, Ronnie. Yeah, his name was Ronnie, mm-hmm. and they also called him Go Head Ronnie. Go Head Ronnie. Yeah, and he was mentally disabled. Right or yeah, he was mentally disabled, and so one. So they we get one chainsaw between the two of us, right? Okay. and he took it, you know. And so I'm supposed to be kind of the foreman, and he's literally lining up the thing and about to start it, and instead of having it on a branch, has it lined up on my leg, bruh? What? And not even like. Not like just zoned out. Like, or this is where we start. And you got you know?
1: thick fucking tree trunk legs too. The top, not the bottom. No, I know because your leg. I've always noticed that. I man, I was always like, really thick legs, dude. Absolutely, man. What? And you never really I don't wore think you were Looking at me, you got a thick ass.
0: Yeah, I'm yeah, a, you do. I got a thick ass. I got the ass of a D. like a kind of like a young black girl with down. Are you in shape?
1: Are you staying in shape? You look in shape, but how do you feel?
0: Yeah, I don't feel. I feel tired, but I do. I did go. I did go to the gym this morning, and I'm gonna go again on
1: Thursday. Yeah, and man. i'm
0: going to yoga today going to yoga today dude what what's it like different now that if you, when people you're selling tickets like what's that experience like
1: um i would say that now it's it actually to be honest with you the last 3 shows i've done 3 weeks i've done at least one of those 4 or 5 shows i felt like i was going to pass out and almost actively passed out at least one time a weekend Because it's this new thing. Donnie was with me in Hilarities last week, and I was calling for him about 20 minutes into the set. I was like, you need to be near me because I may faint. I may go down. I don't know what it is. I think it's like this pressure that they know who you are now, and you better do well. But the thing that saves me is because of the podcast, the History Hyena podcast, I'm so honest and open about it as I was talking to the crowd, being like, yo, I'm going to go down. Because my podcast partner Giannis Papas, we call him Yanni Nets, because he did pass out on stage in Providence. So he's always always got to have Nets behind him. We're like, Yo, this kid oh, could yeah, go safety. down. Oh yeah, safety. So we call him Yanni Nets. So Throw I was like, a helmet hey, on that dude. bro. I know, man. I was like, I. So I'm going to be Chrissy Nets. I was like, I'm Chrissy Nets right now. I may go down. So they were like laughing along with it. But if, if they didn't oh, know who yeah. I was, I would have fully passed out at hilarities. Yeah. I would have fully passed out. So there's a little bit of a anxiety inducing thing to it. But then it's also like. Sometimes too good to be true because that's what I'm happy that I'm nowhere near my goal yet, not even close, but I'm happy to be climbing at the pace I'm climbing because I've, you know, started out as a, of course, open micer, then would feature on the road, MC on the road, then feature on the road and then headline, you know, the low D rooms. Even if I got into A rooms, it would be July 4th weekend or some half full weekend, not really getting paid what I deserved at the time, but not, you know, I wasn't making any real money. And now to start climbing and sell out shows before I get there or sell a lot of tickets. But you it's say a pressure. New like, what do you mean pressure? Like, you, the pressure. Well, it's easy to perform for people, I think, that don't know who you are. There's no. St- you're not letting anybody down. They're, they're going to be let down. They feel like they're going to be let down anyway. They're like got barked in or they got a free flyer to go to a show. Yeah. Whereas opposed to somebody now paid a whatever 20 30 sometimes $40 ticket price, Damn. you know, depending on whatever venue you're at. Yeah. you know you know how it is sometimes Apparently i don't know if you need new shoes or not it yeah bro like, dude. listen man <laughs> yeah, bro. you know my daughter eats a lot of fucking applesauce yeah <laughs> you know, so, so it depends on you know whatever it is and it's like there's pressure on that there's pressure yeah. to be like i need to these people they have paid money they got babysitters i need to do w- well for them yeah you know it's funny i was thinking recently that i felt like a more of a pressure um
0: i liked having the element of surprise a lot mm and it's hard it's a little tougher to have it when people are coming out they know they're coming to see you right you know there's when people don't know how you're going to be yeah there's an element of you can there's an element of surprise there's an there's like a there's a mystery you can kind of play with you know they don't know you right you know there's like a i don't know it's like it's a real thing if i don't know who this guy is then i can be you know i i could be pleasantly surprised i could be um unaware of how you know how he's entertaining me sometimes mm-hmm. you know it could be you know his humor could be very unique right whereas then if people know you then it's
1: different you know since you've been at the successful have you been out with the theaters and all that have you taken a hot fat fucking bomb yet like a hot like a real fat one like just a nice cero in front of you know, 1,500-plus, oh. <laughs> just a real stinker. Because it happens, man, uh-uh. Well, you just take a full, see it all. <laughs> Somebody goes, that's a no-no. And it's just, you're just eating it, and you start going, where are you from? Or you start going, yo, you know what's weird? <laughs> There's nothing funnier. There's nothing, the only things that can make comedians belly, belly, belly laugh is watching another good comedian bomb mm-hmm. and a fart joke or yeah. a fart or just not even a fart joke, just an actual, just a wet, nasty, fucking rip-your-asshole third-gear fart like that guy in Barstool. You see that guy in Barstool with the third-gear fart? Uh-uh. It's something to look up. What fart? Do you think the farts are get nastier in certain countries or not? I think, yeah, well, I think that's why I think we need a wall is because I think, you know, outside the <laughs> oh, United yeah. States... Those farts, man. That's the reason. I, every time Trump's like, we need a wall, I'm like, yeah, Mexicans' assholes are dirty. We get that. Idea. And <laughs> Canadian asses, too, man. Don't sleep on Canadian. Uh, don't sleep on how disgusting a Canadian fart could be. Really? Poutine? You know yeah. what that's like? That's cheese curd. Yeah. I want a wall around all that because there's a wall <laughs> around <laughs> us,
0: man. Well, why doesn't everybody should just get a little wall that they can bring with them <laughs> yeah. and put wherever
1: they want? Man. Canada and Mexico because the truth of the situation. Here we got a man oh, yeah, right yeah, yeah, here the, doing something. There's yeah, go an ahead, urban this, guy right here. This is the. A- ain't, ain't ever hear a fart hit third gear as the caption Okay. Take a look. <laughs> Yo, and they're that's probably gonna,
0: and they're gonna blame it somehow on white people I'm sure dude <laughs> like, that's insane
1: yo, bro. That's insane right <laughs> wow in the dude Third gear <laughs> Tokyo Drift huh dude I was watching that thing for an hour yesterday crying Damn, like, dude, my beautiful four year old daughter was doing ballet and doing some of the finest moves she's ever done and getting to new heights in her life and I was head buried in the phone crying laughing because of this dude's third gear fart. and her mom was like this is why we can't be together yeah. her mom was just she was like this is just always going to be parents because <laughs> you know, I was just like, "Yo, crying!" She thought I was crying. At first, my kids' mom thought I was crying because how beautiful my daughter nailed a pirouette. <laughs> yeah. I was listening to that with my headphones on. Yo, know, hysterical hey, crying at the ballet. And look at—are they husband and wife? You think? Yes, or
0: they are. Yo, and he his, just
1: blasted
0: his wife with that. Oh,
1: could you imagine what those undies must look like? <laughs> oh. Yo. His draws must be wild. Dude, I can't even when, imagine So like that would make me cry laughing and watching a good, good, good comedian or a video of myself bombing hard. Yeah. Where like you just can't get like you're just eating it. Like I just did the Impractical Jokers cruise. Mm-hmm. Um and I How took, was it I was supposed to be on there. Yeah, it was it was fun, man. It was fun see a lot of fat ass people but um it was fun well whatever you know i'm fat i got i'm not i'm not i'm in better shape but i still got fat puffy nipples i'm still a size now i used to be 38 weights now i'm a 36 yeah so i've slimmed down but i'm still like i wouldn't hit if you were coworkers. i probably wouldn't hit on you i wouldn't right if you were a female well the thing is like this is i always feel like it's uh, you know people have said this to me and they're right uh, I got lead a man, face, best friend, body. That's what it is. It's a letdown. It's a letdown with women with me. Usually, I think it's going to be something else. I think I'm a, you know this tough guy's guy, whatever. that I got that look. Some people tell me I look like Ben Affleck. Some people tell me I look like Ben Stiller. It's yeah. a big difference.
0: You look like Ben better. I know that.
3: I, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, dude. So I fucking, Sorry, Rob. Yeah, yeah Ben better. Yeah. Yeah, dog, damn. Dude. You look like you look, somebody who's
0: fucking <laughs> using performance enhancing drugs to swim. That's what you look like.
1: Dude. dude, you look like Rhea Perlman. <laughs> Do I really? <laughs> you got Rhea Perlman hair. She's talented. She is yeah. talented. Bro, Cheers was a good show. Sometimes I feel like CBS is my Cheers because I'm always getting STDs. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Just always in there like, yo, y'all got me? Yeah. <laughs> then, um, oh, Rhea Perlman. No, huh? Wow. Hair, like that.
0: Extremely Jewish.
1: Yeah, she's got the, yeah. No, but we said you look like you have the same hair as Eileen Wernos. Oh yeah, that, <laughs> that was an old clip with Carl. R.I.P. Carl. We said that you look like Eileen Wernos, the first female serial killer ever killed. Damn. You have that kind of hair going. Yeah. Um, but that's all right. But um, what are we you talking about. Oh, we were saying I was saying that like yeah, like laughing at. So so you have it. So since you've been things that make me laugh. When
0: I the thing that make me oh I have not. Bond, no, I haven't. Right. I had a t- this this actually this weekend in. Uh, this actually about two weeks ago in Maryland. I had a tough show.
1: Right, Maryland. Yeah, and Shout it, out was Maryland. Like, it
0: was a big place, man. It was 2,500, so it was, like, one of the <laughs> biggest places that I've been in to perform. Maybe in the States, the biggest place, right? You moved tickets, brother. But it was crazy, man, and it was amazing, you know, everybody that came out and stuff, but... Oh, wow.
1: That was a call. At, I call that a top of the cracker. That came out right out of the top of my ass cracker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's interesting. Sometimes a,
0: a fart is really right on deck, and then sometimes it's yeah. very lost, and it's kind of like almost like they have to call it to the front of the yeah. line. Like its mom just got there to pick it up at carpool, and it's like, hey, Get, where's Ronnie? Yeah, yeah,
1: and it came out of the top of my ass. So I didn't even mean to time it that way, but it was one of those things where I can't hold it in anymore. It's going to find a way out, and it leaked out of the top. Oh,
0: <laughs> then there was a man very similar to that, which is exactly what made. The show so tough in Maryland. Just a guy in the front is being just crazy. Yeah, you know? right. Just too much sometimes, you know. Yeah. But um and that stage was really big and the acoustics were like different, and so it was like just it was it was tougher to manage. It was like, okay, I'm having to manage something that's different here. Like, you know, the stage is bigger, so how much do I move on the stage? So I try right. to move up and down the whole stage yeah. instead of just I, I probably should have just took the middle third and just moved up and down that.
1: How how have you had some since, you know, obviously with these bigger venues, had a time where you felt like you were going to pass out, to, even if it was going great, 20 minutes into the set, 30 minutes into the set, overwhelming energy, has that happened to you? Or you always feel in control when you're on stage? Like it's like your safe zone?
0: I felt a lot. I, I feel in control. I just feel like, um, I think I just feel tired. I think it's just like, okay. We're getting through it, you know. I want everybody to see the show. I want everybody to see the tour. So it's like, you know, places keep popping up that we haven't been. And so. Do you
1: bring the same dudes with you?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I bring the same guy most of the time. It's got Ari Manis.
1: Oh, great. And that's he, nice, cause it's so important, right? To have somebody on the road with you to keep your mental health. Oh, he helps me so much. Because man. if you sit there alone, I don't care how successful you are, you start to really think about everything. And then it starts to real. So that's why I like having Don and I got my other boy, Sergio Chacon, they come out with me.
0: Yeah, he's like an Man, it's like a service animal, man. He's great, dude. Yeah. He, like, he's always level-headed. He's always the same. Like, if I'm losing my mind or something, yeah. Because you're sober too, right? He's always the same. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's why I got Don. Don's a piece of shit. He's he, he oh, yeah. drinks and he's, oh, yeah, he's I've, I've he, yes, yeah, yes Don, I am. Yeah, Don. Don. But Don is good because Don's always down for a good time. Yeah, Sergio. Is one, 10 years sober? Wow. Boxing instructor. So when you you know how when we go on the road, you come back that Monday and you're like, oh man, I gotta hit the gym. I, I fucked up with Sergio. You come back like, yo, I could take Monday off wow. because he's got you up at seven a.m. doing drills, working. So it's good to have him. I like having both guys. That's with me. that's yeah. unfair a little bit. Donnie little and I do bit. work we out. Work out. Donnie does work out. That's Right.
0: Don doesn't. I mean, Don. Don's I believe, a sex addict. I believe all of that. I believe that Don works out. He doesn't. I don't believe that he works. That he seems like a guy that works out.
1: Right. Wow. Uh, yeah, I have. I, I don't have a... You know how some men have like a V? I have an H. It yeah. just goes straight, yeah. No,
0: nah, you look good with no shirt on.
1: <laughs> Thanks.
0: Okay. Nice. I believe it, man. Look, a lot of men look good, I think. Um,
1: I'm one of those guys like I just, no matter what... But not sexual
0: good. That's where I'm drawing gotta, line. Like, off- Here's a lady right here with a question. Man. Oh, wait, for me? Yeah.
3: Hey, Theo and Chris. I hope you're both doing well. Um, so my question is for both of you. I know Chris has mentioned he's played high school and college basketball so if you had a pickup game of just stand up comedians who would be your starting five and why thanks uh, for everything great
0: you question you want to go first or you want me to go first um well I lose by letting you go first go ahead you go first then okay I'm sure, gonna she'll. go first so this
1: is a great question by the way it is a great we question. gotta do
2: it like the playground Theo gets a pick then uh, on the snake Chris, Chris gets, gets two Chris gets two and then Theo gets two alright we'll do it like that go ahead you go first Theo
0: <sighs> shit um, years ago, they tried to. <laughs> is this, uh, what was your first pick? Years ago. Is this live? <laughs> uh, hold on. My first pick, uh, I need a basketball player. I need somebody. You know, I'm honestly, I am thinking Urban out of the gate. I'm trying to see who's out there that's a good player that maybe used to play. You're already taken. I'm going right. to go with, um, All right, I'm going to go with my
1: boy. I'll go with Brennan Schaub. I'll put him down in the paint. Brennan Schaub? Yeah. I was thinking, too, I want to only pick black guys, so I'm going to start off with Andrew Schultz. <laughs> I <know. laughs> My first one. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so I got yeah, black. Yeah, so but hold on. No <laughs>
0: mop, no fashion in the paint.
1: No. Nah, the nah, nah, thing, bro. No. Nah. You could do more than three seconds of fashion yeah. in the paint, you're out. So I'm going to take Andrew Schultz as my, as my first black guy, mm-hmm. and then um, second, I'm going to take... Um, Second, I'm going to take – I'll take uh, Dave Chappelle. Wow. Yeah. Does he hoop? I don't know, but it's just nice to have two black legends on your squad. Respect, respect. I'm going to go with um, –
0: this is so tough, even though I have this wall right here to help. I'm going to go with – give me – You get two. You take two, okay? Then I'm gonna go with. I'll go with Andrew Santino.
1: Hmm. Nice. You got one more, right?
0: Yep. And I'm gonna go with. Um, I'll probably roll with Leslie Jones.
1: Nice. That's a nice pick.
0: That's defense.
1: That's defense. Andrew Jones. So now I've picked my final two. Mm -hmm. Okay. So my final two. Um, I'll say I will go with my second pick. Um, I'd like to go with Eric Griffin. Nice. Yeah. He's tall. Nice. He
0: can coach when he, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, no, I got I to gotta pick for who my coach is going to be. Okay. Um, And then for the fifth, my final, I'd like to round it out. I'll, I'll round it out with Bill Burr. Wow. I'll okay. round it out with Bill Burr. Just a tough Boston guy that, you know, will miss one shot and start punching people in the face, cause a fight. I like that. Okay. I want to like a scrappy white dude. Respect, so that's Bill Burr.
0: Respect, man. I'm going to roll then. I, I need a little bit of outside. I'm going to need a shooter from the outside. So I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to go with, give me, uh, give me Sebastian. I'll take Sebastian, Wow. Nice. He stays in shape. Yep. And I could see him. It might be really hilarious to watch, but I could see him somehow shooting a three-pointer.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in those pants.
0: And I can see him jumping when he does it.
1: He needs to jump. Yeah. You got one more pick.
0: All right, I got one more pick. Then I need I'm gonna need a little bit more help down in the paint. I'm gonna go with somebody long. I'm gonna go with Chris Porter.
1: Nice, Chris Porter. That's a nice squad. And now coach coaching, my team I like to be coached by Ari Shafir. Okay, I think he's got. I think he would have words for the reps. <laughs> <laughs> that would piss people off. Okay, is yeah.
0: that yeah. all right? Uh, my team, I think, is going to be coached by Eric Griffin. Actually, so he's going to have to come out of the game sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> riffing with the, just riffing refs. Yeah, yeah.
0: So I would go coached by Eric Griffin. All yeah. right, that's.
1: I think that's a nice squad. Hopefully, that answers uh, the young lady's question. Why y'all going to leave Kirk Fox on the bench? He's yes, I am. Super tall, and he was at, He plays tennis. He's athletic.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I see him doing basketball well. He was also in the Patriot, which was one of my favorite movies.
1: Interesting. Shout out Mel Gibson. Um, I could also give. Yeah, Bobby Lee would be nice on the team. Is it so? Oh, you uh, use him as the basketball. Yeah,
0: yeah, I that. Yeah. You yeah. yeah. just use him as like this, like a complaining little basketball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: I love Bobby Lee, man. Here's another guy's podcast, the Tiger Belly podcast I did. Oh, man. That was it's fantastic. So, much fun. so shout out, Bobby Lee. Thank you. It's so much fun. Yeah. What, I mean, obviously, what is
0: it about the podcast? I mean, that everybody,
1: I mean, it definitely allows you to know people kind of better, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Well, um. I think because, I think it's because, like, when I did also Andrew Santino with Whiskey Ginger, another one that helped me, it's like you just talk for an hour or two about anything. Sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's personal. Sometimes it's a mix of both. Divulge information. People feel like they really know you. They're investing in you. It's not like a five-minute little tonight show set, which is fine, or even an hour-long stand-up set, which is still disconnected. A podcast is like, hey, I'm you know me now. Right. So it's like I'm listening to you, you're in my ear for an hour, it almost feels like a family member I think to some people. I know even me, when I listen to podcasts, sometimes to catch up with you guys, I'll listen to your guys' podcast because I'm like, I can find out about their life this way. Yeah. So and I think that easily makes an audience member buy a ticket, what I need to do personally it stopped divulging so much personal information because mm-hmm. I'm pissing members of my family and friends off because I'm making jokes about them using their real names. Oh, yeah, Because I just yeah. get so in the moment because right now we're just in a little studio. Dude, I did that with
0: my whole town.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> right now we're just like in a little beautiful studio, but like this could be heard by a million plus, plus. and I'm just yelling Pat Finnegan. That's his actual birth name. That's his government name, and he's an active duty firefighter, and I just said he used to beat people with a bat. So he could lose his job. Well, look, Pat, or he could gain work somewhere a
0: bouncer <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying you got to think of the other side of the coin you could be doing something for yeah uh for, for because, Pat Finnegan, because half man.
1: this shit is like you know wh- I'm having a good time I'm telling the truth but I'm making it up or I'm embellishing the details for performance and people get pissed like even people in my personal life like yo why the fuck do you say that about me I'm like yo when the mics turn off I don't even remember what I said yeah like I genuinely we're talking for an hour an hour and a half I don't know what the fuck I said I'm just in the moment having fun. That's what I see. I, I used to tell people, I'm just trying to be alive. Like I'm not trying to.
0: I'm trying to stay alive. Yeah. While I'm on a microphone or not.
1: I'm trying to. I'm not trying to hurt anybody. What do you so, use Per Plus? Uh. Because <laughs> it looks like. Because you have very, very healthy, healthy, healthy hair. Yeah, really? Absolutely, man. Wow, thanks. Not man. a lot of people could pull off a mullet and bang. So, so this this podcast crew mullet
0: like, and bangs. That's our new nickname, dude. <laughs> mullet and if bangs. If we ever
1: cops. Speaking
0: of uh, people. Um, I'm not sure what you just said a second ago, but I do want to say we got, I want to call Brad Williams, because remember, the, you know this Quaden Bales thing that happened? Yeah, I do, yeah. The young gunner, this Australian young buck, right? and uh, and people were really lighting into him.
1: Yeah, but, the, right.
0: And Brad did a fundraiser for him, and it was supposed to be to raise 10 grand, and I think they raised about a lot more, I'm going to say a couple hundred thousand. But then,
2: unfortunately- Hold pict- on.
0: Okay. Yeah. Sorry, don't hold on. You say whatever you want. Yeah, I, say what
2: you
1: I was going to say, man. I'm sorry, pictures pictures of that kid came out with him with strippers and stuff like that. Did they really? So I don't think he's eight years. They, they say he's not eight or nine years old, but I don't care. He's still small enough. To, he still can't get on all the rides, so we should still just send him out there. Well, I mean, if you want,
0: I don't know what happened. So what I'm wondering is, do we know what happened?
2: And you guys are going to have to put on the headphones uh, to hear Brad when we call him? I mean, $300,000 is a lot of fucking money. I don't have Brad's number.
0: All right. Cuz this thing really captivated the nation last week.
2: And put the phone Hello. in the middle of the table.
0: Hey brother, what's up man? It's Theo.
4: Hey buddy. How are you? Doing fantastic.
0: Hey man, thanks for answering the call. I'm uh we got Chris De Stefano here um in the podcast right now and What's up, Brad? Hey
4: buddy. Hey uh Chris, I'm seeing you on Thursday.
1: Yes, on Thursday, man. We're going to do Kimmel together. Oh, y'all are Little stand up, yeah. We'll a fuck duet? It. We should. We could do that. I'm down to do that.
4: Yeah, we're, we're yeah, we're gonna do a
1: uh, Jeff Dunham act. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hold on, but,
0: <laughs> but Brad, only if Chris sits on your lap. That's the only way. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, we're doing a reverse Jeff Dunham. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: it's gonna be great. Well, that's you your hand I'm up like, my ass. It's one of my oh, yeah, favorite sex moves: reverse Jeff Dunham.
4: Yeah, you can you you can get a res, a, a reverse Jeff Dunham at the uh, at the uh, cat house in Vegas.
1: Let's do it, dude. That's why I'll stay an extra night then. You don't need an extra night,
0: bro. You just stop by during the day. All right, I'll do that. Don't then. be that creeper that hangs out. Me after. and Brad daylight cat house. <laughs> um,
4: You're gonna be living in the apartments. Brad- oh God.
0: Brad, we had uh, we talked about the Quayton Bales thing on the podcast last week and um and everybody's been talking about it. I know that you did a fundraiser for him. Uh, can you kind of take us through a little bit of that and where you're at now with it?
4: Yeah, no problem. Uh first of all, uh, first of all, he's nine years old, everybody. Okay? So stop with your damn conspiracy theories. Uh he's nine years old. Anyway, uh I got I got wind of the video because uh, I've got some Australian fans that kept sending me the video, and I don't know like why they kept sending it to me. Just like, hey, you're a dwarf. He's a dwarf. You can help him. Like I like I don't know. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what they were thinking. Like all like oh, their like, cousins. Oh, yeah, like I've got some hotline or something. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> uh, but I saw. But I saw the video, and like anyone who saw the video who's got a pulse, I was uh really moved by it uh, of course uh, of course I'm, I'm a fellow little person he's got the same kind of dwarfism that i do and i was bullied growing up so it really it it really spoke to me so i thought i got to do something but i, I can't you know I'm, a, I'm out in los angeles what can i do he's in australia so i thought well i'll throw together a GoFundMe page and send the kid to disneyland i grew up going to disneyland kids love disneyland Mm -hmm. So, uh, I did that set the goal at $10,000 because with $10,000, you can buy them flights, tickets, and maybe two churros. Uh, those things are expensive. Um, and I figured, you know, that, that'd be, that'd be a good time. So I set it at $10,000 tweeted it out and then I went to bed and, uh, the next day, it was at $18,000. Damn. And then, and then uh, Hugh Jackman talked about it. William Shatner talked about it. It started getting passed around all these celebrities. Uh, and then currently we're at $460,000. Damn.
1: Damn. So That's what Theo gets for a weekend.
4: The boy <laughs> is going to buy disneyland and i'm thrilled about that i hope a dwarf owns disneyland because then probably no more height requirements I'll be, I'll
1: be, <laughs>
0: that'd
4: be great yeah <laughs> space mountain all day
0: and so whenever the whenever the 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 conspiracy theories came out i mean just because you know people are skeptical of everything um sure. what did you do then
4: oh man i just kind of let it go like uh, if, 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 if i chased down every person that was talking about it or saying that he's 18 years old or that he's he's not really 18 he's a 45 year old actor you yeah know, just weird stuff yeah like people that. saying he's
1: in <laughs> dunkirk he was in dunkirk yeah, that's what people were saying that's hilarious what were they dropping him out of the plane all kind of shit i, I have no idea
4: he played one of the bombs. You guys didn't
1: see him? <laughs> Dropping them <laughs> onto
0: the Germans. Yeah, people were, there were all kinds of conspiracy theories. People were saying that he worked for the city. I remember somewhere outside of Akron. There was all kind of wild stuff. But did you did you check with him? Did you do any other recon to make sure that you were – like, did you yeah. have any question?
4: Yeah, I mean, I just wanted to make sure that uh, he's a good kid and that, you know, he's a kid. But I got to FaceTime with him and uh, FaceTime wow. with both him and his mom. And that's back when the fundraiser was at $20,000, and it really hadn't picked up yet. Uh, uh, News organizations weren't really talking about it. Uh, So I was FaceTiming with him. He seems like a fun, normal kid. And then once it started going above like $50,000, $75,000, I started (laughs) reaching out to a bunch of different people that um, run charities and do these kind of things things all things all the time uh gofundme is an incredible website because uh, once a fundraiser hits a certain point they assign <coughs> a team mm. to that fundraiser so i had a wow. team from gofundme and constant constant communication and they vetted everything wow. they they yep. looked into everything they did amazing work so
0: and, w- and yeah where does the money go
4: well, and uh, we we posted an update on the page. Uh, so Caden and his family actually released a statement that said that they are turning down the trip to Disneyland, and they want all the money to just go to charity.
3: Wow!
4: So that's he's, dope. And he's d- ridiculous. Are you going to so, pick the
0: charity? Is he pick the charity? How does it work?
4: Uh, I did another FaceTime call with him and and his mom. And we kind of went through all all the charities that we wanted to go through because if you look at the original wording on my gofundme i said any excess money would be donated to charity mm. uh, so we we picked some great charities and uh they're actually posted right now on the gofundme page we picked uh, six different charities uh some some oh, charities right yeah now uh, stomp out bullying uh born this way those are two charities in the United States, there's uh, four charities in in uh, in Australia. We're giving about sixty six thousand dollars to each of those charities, and then whatever money is left over, mm-hmm. uh, I I decided to give it to Caden and his family, and said, uh, "You guys can spend that money however you want." I know you're turning down money, but many people donated to this fund with the thought of their money going directly to the family, right. so for- I thought. And is it, on
1: it and is it four hundred thousand U.S. or Australian? What's the uh, currency? It, yeah,
4: it's a uh, four hundred sixty thousand U.S., <laughs> wow. which is wow. a little over seven hundred thousand Australian. Yo,
1: they could buy one of those fucking. They could buy the Aborigine people with that, <laughs> right? Oh, Not all of them. You could buy probably a couple, couple of them.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. uh, and uh this is a good time to add that uh some of the charities are anti-racism charities that stand up for the rights of Amen. the Aborigine people. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: As do I. <laughs> I've not met an Aborigine person, have you? you Theo? Uh yes. I would I love to, I would I would love to meet one. I know cuz I have a I don't think I have any Aborigine uh, fans, but I'm looking for that. That's one of the things I'm trying to get from my podcast. Yeah. There you go. You got to get It'll some. Fantastic Qu- and yeah, and, and and I and I Brad too, because you know, because I'm only, I'm just a victim of the internet as well. It's like all these pictures are like, oh, he's 19 years old, he's with strippers, he's got guns. I mean, how do they do all that? Like, what, like, what is it? Listen, Photoshop.
4: The the internet is an amazing place, uh, both good and bad. I mean, there were there were people that were spreading rumors that like, oh, uh, like there was some. Like I looked at a oh, yeah. lot of this stuff because I wanted to make sure that the that the, that the money was going to a good a good spot. There was one person who had a Facebook talk show that said like that Caden was like this nine year old running around uh, the school like sexually assaulting girls, mm-hmm. and I mean they, they they said that their proof was that they read one Facebook comment that and they posted the Facebook comment and it said oh. A friend of mine, his his kid goes to the same school and knows some girls where this happened. I'm like, Really, you're going through all this? off a facebook call yeah that's ridiculous like, man ridiculous. yeah do you people were going nuts
0: is there i mean yeah there's all kind of stuff Somebody people said he opened up for <clears throat> gucci main there was all kind of that's shit a, i there. mean well that,
1: well that that is the problem is when uta signs him and he starts taking dates away from everybody we're gonna be like fuck you brad <laughs> that's <laughs> right, a great point man yeah. This is yeah. gonna be. You like, know, they signed dude, bagel boy yeah. bagel boss
0: yeah they had he- this kid named lightning rock uh lightning rock I don't want to say Lightning Rod Lightning Rodney maybe when I was growing up some guy they got hit by lightning and they tried to tour him around locally really yeah <laughs> he was probably
1: moving major tickets
0: oh he wasn't there. doing anything maybe 40 tickets nah Caden will sell out <laughs> now what about this Brad are there higher costs yeah. associated with being like a, a little person growing up like are there costs that are there extra oh, costs
4: sure. yeah well like just in terms of I mean at your most basic cost uh, most clothes that uh, I would like to buy uh, don't fit me so you gotta get stuff that's uh, tailored unless you just want to be walking around with like a shirt that has Bob the Builder on it but uh, right. I doubt you want that yeah. so yeah you have extra tailoring and then plus a lot of little people have uh, medical problems whether it be neck or uh, leg surgeries I've had one dwarf related surgery on, on my legs so yeah, they they can they, they can get problems that way as well. So that's why I wanted to give the family a, l- a little bit of money just because if those kind of things are coming up with Caden, I want to make sure that they're taken care of. And that's what the people who gave money to the campaign wanted as well. So uh, yeah, that's dope. Yeah, man, and, that's and, dope. And, and and it's really great and really and and people stepped up and we ended up donating a ton of money to charity that's going to anti bullying and anti abuse uh Anti-racism charities. So, a lot <laughs> of people are a lot of people are going to be helped in a very positive way because of this. And I yeah, not be more thankful. That's yeah,
1: awesome. man. And I know you know because you're I'm a I'm a dad. I know you're a new dad. Congrats. It's like when I see Thank stuff you. like that, and I'm sure it's the same with you. It's like you can't help but think like, what if that was my child being abused that way? Like mm. you know. So oh. it's, it's great that you can that you made an effort and did it. Because I there's thing there's times when I see videos like that, and I'm like, I can't. What if that was my daughter? And then I have a chance to donate and. I just watch Pornhub or or do something different, but you actually went out there and made a difference, which is why you're happily married. And I'm, you know, single living with Don DePetta on his couch.
4: (laughs) There's still time. I
1: still, yeah. That's why I got visitation rights, but you, you know, but you have a full happy family. There's still time. Um, Brad,
0: thanks so much, man. And uh, yeah, at least Chris will be warmed up for your podcast later this week, man.
4: Hey, sounds great. Thank you guys. Gang, gang, everybody. Uh, Before he
2: hangs up, can you hear me? Yeah. What's the quickest way to uh, get to your GoFundMe? Because when you just search on GoFundMe, we can't find it. So how, how can we get to the actual GoFundMe?
4: Oh, uh, if you guys still want to donate to the GoFundMe, because it is still open, uh, you can. Uh, probably the quickest way is just to go to my Twitter mm-hmm. and then scroll down the tweets and you'll find you'll find links. I'm on Twitter, at FunnyBrad. And uh, if, if not, I'm sure you can just Google uh go fund me for a bullied australian boy and something's gonna pop up there'll be news articles there'll be links uh you can and there'll be four hundred
0: sixty thousand dollars in there already so
4: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it oh man and i had so and i had so many friends that were like it really makes you realize who your friends are because i had so many friends that were like uh sending messages like dude embezzle it take it Go to Sweden and I'm like go to no. Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> <Or> <laughs> what the fuck?
0: So what if you disguised yourself as Quaden and went to Disneyland? <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh, shave, get shave, get a tan. Oh
3: yeah,
0: it, oh yeah. It could I'm happen, it, man, dude. Uh, dude, thanks so much. It's such a it's such a cool story to hear, man. And, and um, yeah, just thanks for jumping on the line with us and sharing that.
4: No problem. Love you guys. Love the podcast. See, see you on Thursday, Chris. See
1: you Thursday, Brad. I right, love you, man. Peace.
0: It's that time, that's right. This winter, you should start a new routine and upgrade your everyday life with a monthly box of awesome. Imagine a box shows up and what's in it. Oh, awesome. That's right, a box of awesome from Bespoke Post. Bespoke Post sends guys only the best stuff every month. What do you have, guy? I got the best. So whether you're looking to commemorate an occasion with a champagne saber, or toast perfectly with aged winter cocktails, Box of Awesome has you covered. From style and grooming goods to barware, cooking tools, and outdoor gear. Box of Awesome has carefully built collections for every part of your life. If you're not doing awesome, you can be. To get started, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them pick the right Box of Awesome for you. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. It's free to sign up, and you can skip a month or cancel at any time. Each box costs only 45 bucks, but has over 70 bucks worth of gear inside. I just got my box of awesome from Bespoke Post. got this beautiful uh, green um, traveling carry bag, and I'm really excited about using it when I go to Maui. Sorry to brag, but I'm so excited. Right now, you can get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code Theo at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, code T-H-E-O, for 20% off your first box. Support this past weekend. Get that box of awesome. And now, back to Chris.
1: What a great guy.
0: Yeah, and about last night, that's their podcast, right? (coughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, actually, uh, that's just Adam Ray now. Brad's not on anymore. Oh, right on. He's
1: not in the pod. Yeah, so. He, um yeah, Brad's going to get rewarded in the afterlife for that, Mm -hmm. you know? Because I don't know, like, there's certain rules and regulations with little people in the afterlife. They have to do certain tasks. Absolutely. They have to do certain tasks to get into... uh,
0: No, that's that movie you're talking about, I think. I thought that was reality.
1: Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Because I... um. Because, yeah, I wasn't sure. And I wanted to ask Brad, but I kind of chickened out. Is because the thing is, like, they all kind of look alike to me. Yeah. Little people? So I was kind of wanting to be like Brad. Like, you know, Brad looks different. He's, you know, famous and doing well. But, like, all the other ones, like, all these little pictures, like, I don't know. It's all the same to me. Well, dude, I saw. I respect t- them all, but I just, you know what you I mean? You don't respect them all. I do. I respect them all. <laughs> dude, I keep my distance safely, and I respect them all.
0: Wow. <laughs> I'll tell you this. I saw two cats attack a uh attack a little person in hermosa beach. And this is about 7 years ago, or probably about 11 years ago now. I saw two cats attack a little person in hermosa, dude, and it was insane, bro. It was like Rome, it was like watching ancient Rome go really? down. Really? Yeah.
1: I kissed a little pr- w- p- woman on the lips. Yeah. Like a couple of years ago, made out oh, after wow. a show. Beautiful, really? beautiful spirit, beautiful soul.
0: And uh, was that in where, Baltimore?
1: That was not in Baltimore. That was actually outside Bananas Comedy Club. Oh, Hasburg, over there in Hasbro yep, Heights? Yep, I made out with a little little girl. Not a little girl. A little. <laughs> what an ironic <laughs> A little woman. I made out with a little person who was a legally aged woman in her 20s. Sorry. Damn. Um, what an
2: ironic name for the city, Hasbro Heights. Yeah. There you go. Nikki Bangs. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Bang, hitting him hard. Yo, dude, Brad was talking about Disney World, too. I just came from, or Disneyland, mm-hmm. which I think is a great thing that he's doing. Disney World, I just took my daughter to Disney World in Orlando. Oh, wow. Me, my mother, and my daughter. And, and now, has this been a lifelong
0: dream or something? Has this been, like, one of those things? Or have my, you taken your kid before?
1: I wanted to take, I wanted to take my daughter for Delilah, Christmas time. Delilah, is that her name? Delilah. She's on the wall. Mm-hmm. I wanted to take my daughter, Delilah, to Germany for Christmas, this yeah, year probably. Yeah I wanted to and go And that's all about up. as
0: Christmas as you can get Let's yeah. go to Germany
1: I wanted to show her I wanted to show her um, where Christmas started yeah. and where the white race started. Oh, yeah, I'm, yeah. You know, where, where, where the humble beginnings of the No, I'm kidding. But yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> fucking around. You got to know I'm just fucking around. Look, I know you're fucking I, around, bro. No, but bro. the dwarf jokes, I'm just kidding around. Bro, here's I said I want to buy Aborigine people and it's like <laughs> they're, <laughs> <laughs> they're slaves over there. Fucking, I'm being an idiot, but don't bro, cut I it. I said you could buy a few. I know, you I said I could buy the race. Yeah, that's crazy. At a discount, man, on GoFundMe. And also it's like, You know, all those surgeries doesn't have universal health care. Yeah. What are you gonna do for where in Australia?
0: Yeah, for the leg surgeries that he'll he'll need. Well, they could. Yeah, I just don't. I don't know if they do or not. They've universal. I'm just kidding around.
1: They do have. Yeah, but I'm just kidding. I just told people know I'm just joking around. Yeah. Because like, you feel like you have to be. You have to say that now in these podcasts. Well, am I not helping you with my vibes? My yeah, vibes. Yeah, because sometimes serious? I'll say something. You'll just look at <laughs> oh, me and just what the bottom of your. You'll just start <laughs> curling the bottom of your mullet <laughs> oh, yeah. with your finger. Uh, I'll just see what. I'll just see your fucking hair. That's a sign for help. <laughs> yeah, you'll just be like yo. <laughs> I'm like, you just look at him, you'll unbutton a button, Nikki bangs will fucking you know Don's texting women <laughs> <laughs> Don's in a full sex hall <laughs> 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 you know, so, Bro, now. have you ever been texting somebody like about sex
0: you're having like a business conversation or something with somebody else
1: at the same time yeah well th- today on the plane I fell asleep I was flying JetBlue oh. and I fell asleep and my phone was open and some girl had s- and my Snapchat was open and some girl had sent her titties on Snapchat <laughs> while the flight attendant I was just having my eyes closed and the flight attendant gave me my breakfast <laughs> but yeah those titties were open <laughs> yeah, on, on my tray
0: dude i had a woman on a plane once wake me up from being asleep and tell me my penis was erect bro no and that it was bothering her yeah really what'd you do yeah she said your body sir your body
1: didn't you used to go and manipulate women's vaginas though for health reasons <laughs> wasn't that used to be an old job we yep. used to talk about it on Opie. yep we used to do orgasmic meditation right you still fuck with that or
0: not? i don't i've been there's some people trying to get me back into it but i think they're just kind of looking for
1: you know i don't know Uh, i just it's too much time it's just i don't have the time right now right dude i went to disney i went to disney world right and they were priding themselves because like i said i want to take her to germany i want to take my daughter to germany and i said to my mom and she's latina isn't it? she's latina she's puerto rican puerto rican she's half puerto rican half you know german irish italian just white yeah clockmaker she's white yeah she's just fucking clockmaker just white european and then yeah, I've, seen the the nu- I've seen the nutcracker dude yeah yeah, yeah. so that's just me west yeah. side story it's just me so so i tell her i tell my mom i'm like hey do you want to come with us to germany um i want to take my daughter to germany and you, you could come through i'll buy you a plane ticket you know you could babysit or whatever when i go out and get these german guys you know brothels or whatever at late night and um and my mom goes, no, we're not going to go to Germany. Let's go to Disney World. And if you want to go to Germany, we could just go to Epcot and go to the German country. Yeah. And we can have some beers because she's four years old. Why are you taking her to Germany? I'm like, <laughs> this, this is my idea. I just want to show her Christmas. She's like, she's too young. She's yeah. not going to have a good time. So my mother convinced me to go to Disney. So we go to Disney. Here's the thing. So first of all, the, the trip starts off, Disney World starts off poorly because I had... I, I, um, I just come off great run of shows at Gotham Comedy Club, beautiful, New York City, great, my hometown. Chris Mazzilli, a legend Chris over Mazzilli, there. Chris Mazzilli, legend, great shows. And every time I pee, it's burning. Mm. It's burning. I got a little sting. So I'm like, ah, fuck. And you've been having sex with random women? I've been having unprotected sex. Yep. So I'm just like, for months before that, you oh, know, yeah. I probably had unprotected sex with about 40 plus women. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So that's, they don't call me Chrissy Drip Drop for nothing. <laughs> 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 so, so, yeah. so I've since improved. But you know,
0: bro. No, I like you out there, and you ain't afraid to get
1: you know just to be a human. Chrissy, drip drop, baby, taking chances, bro. (laughs) Yeah. So so anyway, so the trip is going good. First of all, you know, you're in about ten thousand dollars to have you know your mother and your daughter go. You're in about it's about ten G's. So first day we get there, we go to the Magic Kingdom, and you get there, and all they do is pride themselves. All Disney World does is pride themselves on how. It, it, um, how friendly they are to the uh, nature economy. Mm-hmm. How do you say that? How they're um, what they're uh, eco friendly. They're eco friendly, so they're saying they use paper straws. All mm-hmm. we do is use paper straws. You love us, paper straws. Bah 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 bah. Then I take my daughter to get her hair done at the bippity boppity boutique, mm-hmm. which is the boutique in the Magic Kingdom. Six hundred fucking dollars no to get her hair done an extra would you get it done into dude a hot air balloon That's <laughs> no, dude, i got it done into nick's banks <laughs> it <was> about six hundred. <laughs> you know, so six hundred dollars six hundred dollars to get her done with the prince she got a cinderella dress she got her hair done by cinderella wow. so it's a whole experience and then you, and then an extra 50 bucks for tea i saw them making the tea at a fucking keurig oh, yeah in the back so bullshit mm-hmm. so it's like okay paper straws You're using paper straws you'll save the turtles but you'll rape You'll rape the fucking parents, right? Mm-hmm. So all fucked up. So I was pissed off because my mother had my credit card because I was take- I was on my phone a lot, responding to emails, you know, sexting. I was in a full sex <laughs> hole and work <laughs> hole while my daughter and mother are experiencing these beautiful oh things God. at Disneyland. So it's I'm a just story f- of your life. I'm just fully out of my <laughs> yeah. mind, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Boy. So I'm being an idiot so my mother's like listen why don't you uh, we'll meet you back here in two hours give me a credit card and then my uh, see my Amex just getting fucking hit up what are they doing 600 getting taffy and caricature. stuff caricature yeah my mom my mom got shirts you know that wild western drawing where Picture. they get this fake gun yo I was gone for two hours she hit my car for 2300 dollars oh. Kids ash <laughs> yeah and i just was like fuck so then i'm like because then i got stressed out when you get stressed out and you have chlamydia on deck when you have std brewing when you get stressed out He's it fast. really starts to flow yep. so i was like shit i know i have it so i called my boy who's an er doctor mm-hmm. and i explained to him the signs and symptoms he was like fuck hey dude. drop off
0: a bag of salt over yo." Here yo, yo, the, uh, yo. he was like <laughs> that's a haunted a,
1: castle he was like that's an std man how quick can you get back to new york new york i said I, this is day one of my disney trip we're at the magic kingdom he goes all right send me your location so i sent him the location he sent gets a pharmacy, like whatever, 10 miles away, but in Orlando still, still mm-hmm. kind of like on the outskirts of Disney. Like a, oh, not in Disney. No, nah, no, nah, but like on the, not on the Disney property, but like where Disney, people who work for Disney, like their local CVS. Okay. So he goes out there, calls in the STD fucking medication for me. So I go there, so everyone's got little kids, you know, sore throat medicine, people buying binkies. Everyone's got
0: little Kim's too L- over little there. Little I have been there.
1: And I'm over there it's and I go, urban. I go over there and I pick up, std medication i had a goofy shirt on i, sw- I had a goofy shirt on and a i love disney hat on and i forgot that because I, I was dressed you know my, my daughter was like you gotta dress wear your disney shit yeah, yeah. so i picked up std med i took them my daughter and mother back to the hotel i said hey listen i'm just gonna go for a jog and i got in an uber and i went and picked up those std meds Amen. with my goofy shirt on and i popped those and then i started to feel better started to feel a little bit better and now i'm proud to say that i've been chrissy condoms i was chrissy celibacy for a month after that, and now I've been exclusively Chrissy condoms. But even now that I, I've been wearing condoms exclusively, still sometimes when I pee, it burns a little. I'm like, do I, did I get one bat? Did one sneak through the condom? Mm-hmm. Or do you think that that's just me being hyperactive and anxious? If I'm using the condoms, you wouldn't worry about the STD. I think you what, have, what do you say? I think you could have muscle memory probably in your penis or something. Mm-hmm. that,
0: And it, re, it has that recall a little bit of having the symptom.
1: You Have know. you ever got sniped? You ever got
0: burnt with an STD? Yep. I got something one time. I was living with a guy, this guy named Ken, actually, who had a couple cats, dude. Mm-hmm. And he used to get stoned and make them do tricks in the living room and stuff. Right. <laughs> Jumping these boxes. Yeah. And, uh, and when I was leaving, when I was moving out, he said, Hey, uh, so people are going to come look at the, uh, the place, you know? Okay. And so some lady came by and checked it out and she was attractive. And so I started hitting on her. Right. And, um, and then that night, she and I went out. Right. And he just said to me, he's like, dude, do not hook up with this young lady who is potentially going to live here. You know? Right. Like, I need somebody to live here. Right. I, was like, I will not do that. Right. <laughs> and then I hooked up with her that night in the room right next to his room. <laughs> and you went raw daddy. I, I, I don't believe I had any condoms at the time. And... Uh, what, did you catch the clap? Gonorrhea? No, she caught something from me. But she told me. She said, hey... You have something, and I don't know if I did have something, because I didn't have something before. I think she was lying. But then one of us had something, and, uh, and you had to go get rid of it. Yeah, I got chlamydia. But it was good, though. But you never had any symptoms of the chlamydia. It wasn't bad, no. Nah, but you just go get something, and you get rid of it, and that's the only scare that right. I ever it's had. Like,
1: it's kind of like a sore throat, but for your dick.
0: Yeah, yeah, Way. It's like your dick is almost going through a tough time after a war. or Something it feels like. Yeah,
1: it's a little beat up. It's like your dick, yes, yeah, just on the injured reserve list, but it's it's going to make a full comeback.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's almost exciting a little. It's like a little bit of a badge of, I, you know, I hear from older men it used to be a badge of honor back in the day. You but how know? do you oh, combat? Dante has chlamydia, you know.
1: How do you combat being let's get single? Him a champagne, you know, let's do a champagne. And getting all the attention that you do from females, how do you how do you not fall into a sex addict hole? Do you just not respond to people? Because sometimes I text you and you don't text back, and I want to know if there's ladies out there that feel that way as well. Oh, I don't know, man. I mean, I think, uh, how do I not? I mean, I'll do some flirting here and there, you know, like. Mm. But you don't respond to all these ladies on the DM, no. Because I'm constantly responding, and I have to. I've, I've been, ma- I've made a very recent effort, like the last 72 hours. I actually posted a video <laughs> on my stories, and I said, "Hey, I know I give you guys a lot of energy. I love you. Thank you so much for your support. But if I leave you on scene or if I just double tap your message, don't." don't take it disrespectfully i just i gotta i gotta take care of me first because i live a a life yeah i was fully too much invested in that phone and in those dms and i was you know and there was a point where i was having sex no condoms and then i even having sex with the condoms i'm like even though you're protecting yourself which is good you're still the act is still you're still delving into all this energy and all this oh yeah it's a ton
0: of extra energy i haven't recently haven't really had as much energy to really just be out milling around you know you jerking off a lot Try not to jerk off that much. I did masturbate yesterday. I didn't want to. Mm-hmm. So that was really a kind of a wild event, but um. <laughs> do you watch porn? No, try not to watch porn.
1: I don't jerk it like this either. I don't know. I have a, I lay my penis on my stomach, and I put my hands like this, and I rub the base of my penis, and I come into my belly button. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, That's always the way I've masturbated. It sounds so French, I feel like. It's always the way I masturbate, <laughs> man. I make like a little pussy, a pussy, with my thumbs, and I rub the base. Hit it, Nick. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Nick, Nick doesn't make is there you're rapping, but. Um.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I blow it alone into my belly button. <laughs> really? Yeah, and I used to let it glaze, glaze over, too, and just my shirts or shorts were always stuck to my belly button. Oh, i used to dang. rip it off when i was yeah. a kid and i was i would always have a cut in my belly button people thought i used to have my belly button pierced but it wasn't it was from the cum dried up on my stomach oh, that would rip off the god, skin god to, brother yeah <laughs> dude if are we I doing was, all right on this podcast is this all right i think we're good <laughs> all right <laughs> this is fantastic dude, i know that
0: if i ejaculate i would use it now when i was young i wouldn't do anything with it i would deposit it or ejaculate it into like a bowl or into a um you know into a toilet or something but I, now I, never, I will actually use some of it on my body as like a,
1: you know, legitimately as an ointment or as salve. I've never been in a voluntary gay sex act. Mm-hmm. But when I was a kid, I was like the runt of my friend group. I was like 10 and my friends were 13, 14. I could see a- that. And the McKenzie brothers, <laughs> one time I was taking a shit. Were, were they Redheaded? Uh, no, but they were twins and they had shaved heads. They were crazy Irish oh, kids yeah, from Queens. Yeah. One of them sat on my legs when I was taking a shit, and the other one jumped on my mom's sink and skull fucked me. Two pumps, and my head hit off the back, oh, <laughs> the back. Yeah. I swear to God, the back ceramic tile, and oh, knocked dude. down one of my mom's ceramic tiles. And and I told it I was horsing around playing ball, but really I got skull fucked by oh, by one of these dudes. And I remember tasting a little bit of his pre com and, and oh. yeah, it was weird, man. I took one right off the uvula, and I <laughs> didn't, and I and I didn't. Uh, That's a hot. I didn't take. like it. That's no. The problem that's is scary. I didn't like it. I did not like it, yep. but I also didn't hate it. So that's why I'll say I can confidently tell you that I'm hundred. I'm a hundred percent sure I am not gay, mm-hmm. but I am also one hundred percent sure I'm not straight. Yep. So you tell me what that means. Well, I
0: think there's a ele- there's a thing called where element of surprise gay, where somebody surprises <laughs> you with a gay act,
1: like a Pearl Harbor gay.
0: Yeah, like Pearl Harbor, but it, yeah, suddenly you're just resting and then a bunch of wieners fall on your house. A you sneak know? attack, yeah. Yeah, like that kind of thing is like...
1: Because there's been times where I, you knew and I have been walking, you know, when we've been in New York, when we were very close, so I, I was definitely falling in love with the conversations we were having. I was oh, yeah. about to hold your hand or something like that. Really? Yes. You used to, I remember there was one time you he were wearing, he wearing pinstripe pants, like locomotive pants. Yeah, I used remember to the, love those pants, and I bought them very cheap. Yeah, man, those locomotive pants, I remember, yeah. You know, all aboard, old, baby. Yeah, all aboard, the old, You know, because you kind of have a little bit of a fucking cake ass. I got that keister, bro. You do got a keister. You know, I got that German keister. Yeah. Here's oh, a white fault. guy
0: right here from Lord of the Rings. Let's see what he has. <laughs> Literally... Does Chris know there's literally a 2% chance that you'll die if you get the coronavirus? Two. It's just the flu.
1: Gang, gang. Gang, bro. I didn't say anything about the coronavirus, though.
2: I We used to solicit questions for you the video of you having anxiety Tuesday. Right. So I think he thinks you're going a little... But- well,
1: well, the whole thing about Anxiety Tuesday, you know, hopefully get some new fans come over to me, the Anxiety Tuesday, I never do it on a Tuesday. Um, I don't do it every, tu- every... I do it once every other week, and it's always playing... It's always sarcasm and satire about something. So that coronavirus video, although I'm appearing to be saying I'm anxious about it, the point of Anxiety Tuesday is to be satire because I agree with him that... It's not something to really worry about. Yeah, I think it's not something to worry about. I yeah. feel like, I mean, I, but also, and then in two weeks,
0: you and I could be deceased, you know? it's well, like could be. I wouldn't be shocked if something, a disease
1: gets created that that we
0: can't solve. Um, I think
1: the Chinese created it in a lab. I don't think, I think people who like think. Like Eminem, kind of? I think, exactly. Happy Black History Month.
0: Well, uh, thank you. And also, I want to say. Also, happy this. Women's Month. Thank you. Oh, yeah, it is Women's Month, huh? Yes. 5G. Now there's a theory out there that 5G created. Have you seen this news? Who's 5G? Is he a rapper as well? No, 5G the wireless. Oh, okay. Yeah, 5G wireless, which was created over there in Wuhan.
1: Right, in the Wuhan clan.
0: Yeah, that that is where that that's the thing that's created it. Is I the, I
1: don't think for a second that it wasn't created in a lab. It feels like it feels like it was created in a lab to cause hysteria as just something else you can blame Donald Trump for. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Democrat—I wouldn't be surprised if Ocasio-Cortez and the Wuhan lab created straight that Straight out thing. of Wuhan? Yeah, straight out of Wuhan, if uh, some—and Elizabeth Warren and Joe Biden and all those liberals cucks created the, 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 the coronavirus, mm-hmm. put that shit, made the masks—the with masks are made in China, which everyone wears. They dip those in coronavirus, sell the masks to us, and we spread it, and it crashes the economy, gets Trump out of office. But here's the truth. You can't get Trump out of office. He'll always be here to stay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, he could be here for a long time. Social media conspiracies blame coronavirus on 5G internet. This is what I'm talking about right here. And this is... Um,
1: She'll get kissed on. This lady will get cracked open and cleaned out. Uh, I like her lips.
0: Yeah, this lady is... Uh.
1: By the way, I, I just wanted to say I was joking about the Trump Democrat. i was just kidding. I have no political affiliation. Oh,
0: dude. I, look, I think that... Any, I don't hate Trump. I don't love him. Anytime somebody starts winning... They definitely release a lot of information to like try and cannibalize. Remember, they said a few weeks ago that the Russians were Russian bots were supporting Bernie. Remember right. that? Like what? Like it's just like it just never ends. People I don't believe the news anymore. I'm not a news believer. No. But I will say this though. Now that's the interesting theory that five G that five G created it. That 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 that's what's causing it. Because wouldn't it be interesting if they had a a, a, a technological advancement? That we don't know the side effects of, which is probably most of them. Right. That we don't know the side effects. Like what if we created like a wireless or some sort of a, you know, a thing that's flowing through our body sometimes through the air Mm -hmm. and it causes a disease in us. That could, it sounds like pretty feasible.
1: Pretty feasible. But so far, have there been people that have beaten the coronavirus and 100% cleared it already and it's gone? Most people. Most people. Yeah. yeah that's a thing it's one dude. of those things yeah you got to show me a dead bro
0: yeah smad bro show me a dead before i go full well some
1: people are dying but it seems like it's more elderly where
0: yeah but that's just a dead an old person dies and they should do a snap of them oh here's Ryan. granny left you, you want to see
1: somebody at the top of their fucking game yeah drop dead of the coronavirus yeah dude i want to see tyson fury freaking take you know yeah take it yeah, yeah ninety two
2: thousand cases forty eight thousand have recovered three thousand have died that's
1: worldwide
2: yeah and that so the flu I bet this, those three thousand are babies and old people so the seasonal flu kills way more than that
1: mm-hmm okay okay Listen. I mean, it's, listen, you can worry about everything. Here's a guy Who's right this here. Guy. Huh? This is a guy
0: from, the, obviously. This, this from a, the 1920s. A good guy, yeah. He's
1: got a nice mustache. Man. One of those
2: strong men with the. Uh, oh, yeah, with the
0: 200-pound dumbbells. He votes for Trump. What's going on, y'all?
5: It's your boy Shane Dog here. What's up, Shane? in Ellensburg, Washington. Wanted to let you both know I love both of you guys. You guys are both two of my favorite comedians. Okay, you guys bro. give me something to look forward to every week, and you guys make me laugh nonstop. You guys are killing it and please keep doing what y'all are doing now this question here is a little bit more directed towards crystal clear Chrissy mm-hmm. a little chlamydia Chrissy over here I need to ask him a real serious question I'm mm-hmm. um, going to New York for the first time I got nominated for an award for my college radio show and so did my station so I'm going out there I'm going to be put up in Manhattan Pretty close to uh, Madison Square Garden, and there's a lot of things you can do in New York, but I want to know what your authentic New York experience is for some West Coast kid trying to go out and be an East Coast cutie with a smoothie out here in these streets. Okay. And Theo, I'd like to know where, what's your favorite spot in New York? What do you like about New York? I want your opinion on New York. Okay. Gang, gang, and Ladder 14.
1: Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. Um, I like, yeah, I like, uh, I like, uh, Two out of the three of your fans so far have lisps. You got a heavy lisp fan. Yeah, got lit. Yeah, we got a lot of damage. Uh, Damaged dudes. Yeah, so I like that kid a lot. He's got an endearing voice. I think anyone with a little bit of a, of a lisp like that, it's endearing to me. I would like to list that on the radio. Do you
0: think he has a lisp though? I or? think
1: he has a lisp. I, f- I kept wiping my cheeks. I thought he was spitting on me. <laughs> <Did you really? laughs> yeah, through the camera. But I, think I like. He might just have a you. U- you could have unique shape. You have a very
0: unique shape head. What if the sounds not coming in right?
1: That's true. My head is fucked up. No. But I like that kid. I liked his mustache. I like he seemed like a real nice kid. So what I'm going to tell him to do is when he's come to, come to uh, yeah, New give York that City, experience. I'm going to say he could come, come through to my crib. Yep. That's what I'm going to say is that unique experience just for him. He could come to and he could come tickle me with that mustache, yeah, just like the you. McKenzie brothers. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I think um, I think what he should do is go get a slice of pizza from Joe's mm-hmm. in the West Village by mm-hmm. the Comedy Cellar. I think he should go see a stand up show yep. at the Comedy Cellar or if one of his comedians that he knows he's a fan of is performing in New York City. Go see him or her headline at Gotham or Caroline's Comedy Club. If not, go see go down to the Comedy Cellar or the Stan Comedy Club or New York Comedy Club. These are great venues um, to see a show. Go get a slice of pizza from Joe's. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say if he's never been there, it's just an experience to walk over the Brooklyn Bridge because it's scary as fuck when you get into the middle because it's only wooden planks. You can see down hundreds of feet below you and you'll fall to your death. Definitely see Brooklyn. I would go to Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. Along with Williamsburg and some of the trendy, you know, quinoa flea market places also go to deep Brooklyn, like go to Bay Ridge because it's like a different experience because in Williamsburg, you know, it'll be, like I said, quinoa and flea markets and scooters. But then in Bay Ridge, like the day after Trump won the election in 2016, there was a cafe out there giving out free black and white cookies. So you want to see both extremes. Of you know they gave they were giving cups of marinara sauce into my daughter's Halloween trick or treat bag at Nino's Pizza on Third Avenue. Oh, beautiful, and they're calling it bats blood. So it's different different types of experiences mm-hmm. in Brooklyn. So I would go see that. Um, and then uh, you could come you could come with me uh, if if you're there on a Tuesday afternoon. We go take my father to dialysis at College of Staten Island Hospital. If you'd like to come there, you can come see um, him get his blood filtered. How many bags is he doing? <sighs> I want to say two bags. Two, three bags. Easy work. Yeah. Yeah. You want to talk about farts. This guy, he doesn't, my father doesn't wear underwear anymore. Yeah. Because he constantly shits his pants. Well, dude, if you're running on somebody else's blood, who knows what kind of gas is in it? That's true. You know? That's true.
0: You got to think about that. I
1: really like your fan. I like this part of the podcast where fans come in. Dude, the
0: best fans, man. The best listeners, the best group. We got such a, yeah, the whole, it just, it constantly amazes me, man. And Um, that young fella said he's going to New York for the first time. And what did he ask me?
2: Uh, what do you like about New York? What's your New York say experience?
0: You got to go down to Alphabet City, man. That's All where you right. got to say. It's your last place to get still get mugged anywhere in Manhattan, I feel like, kind mm-hmm. of in that area. You got to go down there, down up maybe 2nd and B or something.
1: Or go even further, go to C or D. Yeah. A and B is a little hipster honk-a-donk now, but once you get to C, it starts to fade, and then D, you're in the full hood. Yes. Avenue D, you, you will get stabbed right now.
3: There
0: you go. And so, that, it's the last place you can still do it. Anywhere else, it's just more, it's just changed a lot.
1: The Bronx, you could still get stabbed a little bit but the the bronx is going too far out of the way but if you want to be on the island of manhattan Mm -hmm. i agree with theo go to avenue d to get yourself shanked
0: yeah get shanked. See somebody sell a gram learn a little bit of spanish or something do Mm -hmm. it all you know they just have a different vibe down there it's still a little risque and that's what i like you could do you know you, you do you know there's a lot of the dark arts basically brother
1: i just also want to send a quick shout out r.i.p to the neighborhood crackhead that i grew up with which is also See, I would, where I grew up in Ridgewood Bushwick, it used to be a place where you could get stabbed. But unfortunately now, it's all like vegan yeah. cupcake stuff. But there still was a neighborhood crackhead homeless guy who was, I mean, we thought he was going to die in 1997. He just died recently. Scotty Karate mm-hmm. just passed away. And he was the neighborhood guy. He used to He would sing a Billy Joel song, and then he would do whatever thing, anything you wanted him to do, he would do for a dollar. Wow. So I remember one time he backflipped into these shards of glass, knocked himself unconscious, and then we just put a dollar on his chest. Or he would do, you know, roofing work. Mm-hmm. He would fix your – anything you give him a dollar, we'd call him Scotty Karate, and he would have no shirt on and sweatpants uh, almost 12 months a year. Damn. So – and he survived for a long time. So just wanted to say shout-out Scotty Karate.
0: Yeah, RIP Scotty. And also, yeah, they had a guy bus, and he was mentally challenged or something happened to him, and he was um, – he used to ride a bike, a woman's bike that had, like, a little baby seat in the back. Mm-hmm and the baby seat was always empty, you know? And he said he had a little husband that used to, (laughs) and people were always like, "Damn, where's your little husband at? And so he would always just tell us he had a little bit of of a, he had like a little husband that used to, he was looking for him or something. Yeah, I don't know what happened to that guy, but.
1: It's it's funny to grow up the way we grew up, like how you grew up in the, like it's very relatable, like you grew up in the deep south, and I grew up in kind of the deep Brooklyn, deep Brooklyn where it's like, you had your there were just different names, but but like like, for example, like we both have neighborhood crackheads or we both have like crazy uncles like mm-hmm. I have an uncle who somebody robbed my mother um, and and then at the local bodega, he was, used to hang out at the local bodega and I guess they had this robbery ring going out of this bodega. Where they would steal women's purses and steal their credit cards and their money or whatever, whatever. And they stole my mom's purse one day on the corner. And then a couple of days later, my uncle was in the bodega because he was just chilling, drinking beers there. And they were talking about how they just ripped off this lady. And he was like, what she look like? And and my uncle's like, oh, that's my sister-in-law. Mm. You know, he didn't know. Or he said it in his head. That's my sister-in-law. And so whatever, they kept drinking, continuing, drinking, drinking. And then later on that night, my uncle, I didn't know this. I was a little kid. I only found this out a couple of years Killed ago. Killed the guy? No. Nah, what he did was he took, they got drunk. They went back into my uncle's garage, which is in the back, backyard of my house. And my uncle beat him up and then tied him up and uh, melted the skin off his knees with a blowtorch for stealing my mom's bag and then he got my mom's he couldn't get the credit cards back but he got the cash he got cash the amount of cash that he thought she would have he got it back so it's like that's a crazy uncle You, I'm sure you have uh, maybe not that exact story but a crazy uncle
0: yeah, no, we don't. I mean, it's, <clears throat> it's a di- I think it was just growing up in a different time too, and people could do more stuff without right. everybody constantly ratting everybody out. And no. Twitter's just a big snitch fest on there, man. It's just so many snitches. We got a question that came in from a guy right here.
1: Oh
2: yeah,
0: yep.
1: We run We good on time. Uh,
2: yep. Theo's got about five.
0: Yeah, we're good. Yeah, and this guy's in a free cunch. This is a Cristalia supporter right here. This
2: guy looks a
1: little dirty, but like a nice guy.
0: Yeah, he looks like he probably he's done. I bet he's done chef work or just some UFC.
3: But I like. Hey, him a lot. what's up, Theo? What's up, Chrissy e. D? Baby, gorgeous. Hope you guys are doing great. Um, I'm. My name's Nick. I'm from Aurora, Illinois. And my question for uh, Chris, actually for both of you, if you both uh, could answer this, it'd be great. Um, but for Chris, I know that you had started a career in physical therapy, and um, I was wondering what was the moment and what made you decide to pursue stand up full time, mm. and what like what was going on i'm I'm always curious to know like what it was that made you transition into uh different career paths like it was stand-up maybe just a hobby was it always a passion um and how was that for you how, how did that go and for you as well theo like what were you doing when you decided that you were going to do stand-up and become a comedian full-time and how was that like for you as well uh it's something i'm always interested in to know with uh with anyone that pursues something as crazy as stand-up. So uh, thanks, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, I appreciate it. Have a great rest of the day. Gang, gang. Gang, bro. Gang. Thank you for coming. Very
1: articulate. (laughs) I did not expect him to be as articulate and well-spoken and well-mannered and soft, like, in a positive way as he was. I thought it was going to come out. Because last time I did your podcast, your fans were just coming out swinging. Saying I want to fight you, fuck you. But now it's see, yeah, because because they were only going off what they had seen of me, and what they had seen of me was you and I ripping each other from Opie. But now again, positive because I came on your show and some of your fans start listening to my stuff. I can see they're using, calling me baby gorgeous and Chrissy Chlamydia. They listen, so it's a different thing. So I I appreciate all this.
0: Yeah, look, man, I appreciate. Uh, I'm glad that you're here, dude. The good, the good thing about this. All right.
1: I, don't think yeah. f- I haven't held a guy's
0: hands like this. Hold on, bro. with no, come on, the top of my hand with you your got those fingers, thumb. bro. Huh? You got those fucking perfect ass fingers. They're not perfect, dude. I very, very, like, kind of the hands that you could barely fucking choke somebody. You have to have somebody else just come and help you.
1: Nah, dude. They're fucking good in there. So, and you, you don't bite your nails are, either.
0: My, um, I do. My butt, my thumbs are good.
1: You got sexy ass cuticles. Really? I think so. But look at this finger. Kind of. Oh, like that that finger's disgusting. That looks like ET. Yeah. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah, you actually, your fingers are a little long.
0: Yeah, but I, I mean, like their fingers just- though—they shouldn't be real not long.
1: You could just rock your toes, man, with no I'm just, my feet are disgusting. They grow over each other. I could easily see that. It's disgusting. Yeah, you almost
0: my, you look like somebody who would have webbed feet almost.
1: I don't have webbed yeah. feet, but I believe I was born with broken feet and they never fixed it. Yes. Yeah, sure, I just I, my feet are broken. Take care of yourself, dude,
0: okay? That's what I'm saying. You look like a guy that definitely was in the band in the school band even though he wasn't really in it.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I was yeah. just there. <laughs> you look like you were on
0: like the marching thing with the flag? Yeah.
1: You know? Yeah. Dude, you look like my my third grade gym. Teacher Mrs. Klein, oh, yeah. yeah, she was like this lesbian we used to call a lu Kang. You kind of look like Luke Kang from Street <laughs> oh, Fighter yeah, if he was a white dude and had money. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, um, that's awesome, man. But, but, oh, I'm gonna, uh, what this should we ask his question yeah, though? Let's answer his question. okay oh, you, you want to start?
0: Yeah, so, uh, yeah, what was I doing? I mean, I was always doing something else on the side, um, until comedy was just enough of a job, you know. Mm-hmm. I think at a certain point, it just kind of chooses you. I, I always. I think even until about like 10 years in, I was like, am I going to keep doing this? Am I going to keep doing this? At some point, I have to grow up, it feels like. Mm-hmm. Comedy for me always felt like a place where I could, like I could just be, I never had to grow up. You get to travel all the time. You get to escape whatever was going on in your regular life. You, had to, you always got to get out of town. If you were a, if about to be in a relationship, like, I got to go. I got to get out of town. You know, there was always, you're always on the go. You never had to be in one space. You never had to really kind of deal with your with yourself, I guess, in a little right. bit. So comedy always gave me that, the ability to escape, I felt like. And then at a certain point, I was like, oh, I'm getting older. I need to figure out, um, am I going to have, a, you know, what am I going to do here? How am I going to have mm. a real future? And then, yeah, I think at some point it just kind of chose me. It was like, okay, there's enough here where I can survive, you know, so I'm going to stay.
1: What I always liked about you is you were a guy that you had to really – not that it mattered, but there was a lot of proving that you had to do to your peers because when you started out, it was real world and then you start doing stand-up and already people are like, nah, he's a real world guy. He's not a real stand-up. And then your career, like you said, was like just maintaining, 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 did the Netflix special and it's just maintaining and then you start to prove yourself in the podcast game and then they say, oh, well, he's just starting a podcast. You know, he's still the real world guy but then you start to explode with the podcast and then it got to the point where it was like, now I've shed that real world thing I don't think anybody I know for a fact no one even thinks about that with you anymore. Like that was something he did 15 years ago and now it's just like great podcaster great stand up it's match so I don't sometimes as a peer of yours in the comedy world we I notice I'm like that was pretty insane how he was able to do all that the random fan may not know that they may just like oh I've always fucked with Theo but it's like where you had to come from because you could have easily quit is my point. Because you say in ten years, it's like after. I'm sure you heard it. Because if I heard it in New York, then you heard it. it was like, oh, it's the real world, dude. It's, but that's you know, we don't want to be known as that. Like just now, am I starting to shed? Oh, you that guy from Guy Code? Where it's like that's a part of me that's I'm proud of. it But now it's like they know my name a little bit. They know my podcast. They know me for stand up, not for being a talking head. And you are not known for being on a reality show. Yeah, you know. So it, it takes a lot of work to do that. So I'm. I'm always noticing about you, and I think it's dope. Thanks, man. But I will say that you're a faggot. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Dude, if I'm a faggot, bro, A, <laughs> no offense if anybody is a faggot
0: or and and still refers to themselves as that. That's very okay, Are we outdated. not allowed to say
1: that word? I apologize. I didn't I mean didn't to say, say that. It. I said it. So if you want to edit it out. Yeah. And just put quotes on mine and just refer to his. <laughs> yeah. Because um, yeah. I, I was just, I didn't have anything yeah. to say. The problem is I, because I said that nice thing about you and I was thinking of a joke and it slipped. So I just went to a very uh, <laughs> yeah, a pre- immature thing no, and I just, bro, called, and I just said that. And I just, refer, I have two yeah. gay
0: friends and they're say, they say, look, I am a faggot, right? Well, and I'll I'm, be like, dude, you don't, don't say that. And I'll be like, no, I am. That's what I am. Well, so so everybody does different something different. Some people want, but I'll be the
1: I'll tell you this, dude. If I'm gay, bro, I would be shocked. See, if I'm gay, I'd be if I'm gay, I'd be relieved. Yeah. That's I, the thing with me. It's because I can't even really take a good look mm-hmm. because my father's still alive. So my I got an old school father. Oh wow. 75-year-old Brooklyn, you know, Tony Balls is his nickname. So I can't even look inside to see if there's a little gay in there because it feels like there's a little gay in there yeah, like yeah. Wh- like i'm plant-based i'm on a plant-based diet right now and you're That's built like a strong
0: gay. gay you're built like a strong and guy. i'm
1: a strong gay and people tell me you know i'm a power i'm a i'm a power bottom um i got a big fat ass um Damn, i love whitney houston my favorite movies, yeah. little women or pretty woman um you know, I fucking jerk off to guys. Like, all those things are <laughs> yeah, all, those, all those things are gay. So sometimes I feel like I can say that F word, which is derogatory, and I don't mean any harm, but, but I could say because I know deep down I am one. I yep. know that there's one just pouncing around in there. Um, oh, yeah. That's I can see okay. a little
0: tigger inside of you, man.
1: Yeah, because the thing is, even though I did get two pumps, I got skull fucked by the McKenzie <laughs> brothers' two pumps. I did give it a lick as it was coming off. So, that's, <laughs> so that changes everything, <laughs> you know?
0: Bro, that's an alarm if
1: things get too bad. <laughs> really? And I think we just hit that, <laughs> yeah, man. My fault, guys. Can I <laughs> yeah, tell you quick bro, how I... It why sounds I, like the
0: McKinsey brothers' fault. Yeah. Yes. What do you oh, got to say? Real quick.
1: Well, no. Just, oh, Liu Kang. Um, <laughs> yeah. Real quick. Um... I started stint just to answer the fans' question. Thank you for that question. I was a pediatric physical therapist. I have a doctorate degree in physical therapy. (laughs) It's crazy, dude. It really is crazy, man. When you get skull fucked, your paths change. (laughs) (laughs) So, so I went and I became a, a physical therapist. I was working with children, pediatric, mentally, and physically handicapped children. It was a beautiful job. But then simultaneously, I got on Guy Code, and Guy Code really started to pop off on MTV2. And then they created Girl Code, and that really started to pop off. So what happened was, see, the thing is this, is you know, they, a, lot of, uh, a lot of the people who were watching the shows were younger people. 18, 19, 20, 21, 22 was a college younger people show on MTV and MTV2. And it's very well known that older women sometimes will give birth – to a child with a disability Mm -hmm. you know there's a lot of testing that women as they get older have to do it's less and less now but it's still a thing that's what people say on my biological clock but what's also not as known but is very true Mm -hmm. is younger women 17 16 pre they don't have the proper prenatal care and they don't know that they're pregnant so their children are born with high disability rates as well definitely and high sugar too they always at sonic always at sonic (laughs) yeah oh um So so they so they uh, a lot of the moms and dads of the children I was treating were young people that were watching guy code and girl code. And the principal of the school I was working, at was like, look, we found out you're doing comedy and doing these TV shows. And they're like, it's not you can't be treating handicapped children and also doing a show about the guy code to hiding your boner. So you're going to have to choose. Mm. And so it was really this little kid, my little man, Aaron, great kid. He was in a wheelchair, had cerebral palsy. So cognitively, he was fine. No problems with speech or his mind worked like... Our minds, but his legs didn't work from cerebral palsy. So he was sitting in his wheelchair one day. We were throwing the ball at him. You know, he would throw it at me. I would, you know, rifle it off his legs. He couldn't feel it anyway. So I would just rifle it <laughs> off, oh, you yeah. know, light him with, ci- you know, burn him with cigarettes, <laughs> oh, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. No. Yeah. You know, he couldn't feel oh. shit. I would tell him to close his eyes. I would just, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, light his pants no, yeah, on fire, it, it, joke it, it, around. Like, <laughs> no. have, a, have a pet bat bite him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'm, obviously, I'm kidding. No, but, uh, but what? He's your agent now? Yeah, he's my agent. <laughs> no, so. Uh, Aaron, so, um, so Aaron um, told me, I was, when I was flirting with this idea of leaving uh, physical therapy, he's six years old, but the thing is when you're a six-year-old kid that's got a disability, you're, you're so wise beyond your years. Yeah. So the reason because the you know, man asked me what, why, what made me change, I was always flirting with the idea of leaving for a year. I was like, I should leave. I need to jump two feet in if I really want to do stand-up." And then it got to the point where Aaron told me. We were talking, throwing the ball back and forth, and uh, and I was like, ah, I, I kind of want to leave stand up. I kind of want to leave physical therapy to do stand up, but I'll miss you guys so much. So I don't know if I could do it. And he was like, Well, is isn't stand up, isn't being a comedian your dream? And I said, Yeah, it is. And he goes, So why wouldn't you go? Why wouldn't you go do it if that's what you always want to do? And I was like, um, I was like, I don't know. I'm going to miss you guys. And he was like, He and he said to me, He was like, I'm not going anywhere. I can't walk. I'm always going to be sitting in this chair waiting for you. He's like, but I want to. Aaron said this to me. He goes, I want to. I think it's pretty cool if I could see one of my ther- my teachers. He called you. called his teacher. One of my teachers on TV. He said I would think that was pretty cool. He said, and if I had that opportunity, I would go and I would hope you would want to watch me and be proud of me. And he said, we're all proud of you. I think you should go do it and go live your dream. Damn. And I was like, damn. And then because I would say because he because he said because I and then I said to him, I said to him, I was like, how are you so smart? How are you so smart like this? And how are you so brave? And then he said, like, I'll never forget. He was like, well, he was like, you see, Mr. Chris. It was like a fucking movie. Mm -hmm. He's like, you see, Mr. Chris. He said, when you can't walk or use your legs and you're in a wheelchair, he said, you have all day to sit and think. He said, so I'm thinking about you. And I think you should go do it. And then I swear to God, I fucking relieved myself, hysterical crying. Like three hours later, I told the principal, I was like, I'm, I'm going to leave. Is this Patch Adams, I think? No, dude, it was legit. <laughs> it was fucking no, legit, man. It's, uh, yeah, nah, it's nah, wild. Nah. I mean, it's uh, fuck. And then I I'm took that, to I, I put Chinese finger traps and shit on his toes. <laughs> I took those off because he couldn't feel it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Did he really say that, man? I swear he That's really said that. It's remarkable, yeah, to think he
0: about really how s- much time you have to think, just how still probably your world gets when you can't even move. Because it
1: was that that pushed me out. Also, this is true, too. I had said, with four of the teachers at different times, and the heat was starting to get turned up because they yeah, all damn. found out about it, so they were starting to get a little heated in that physical therapy Chrissy room. Petri dish with that drip drop. So too, between man. Aaron telling me to go live oh, my dream, and, and these girls, you know, about to press charges, it was it was time to leave. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Praise God, man. You can check him out on History of Hyenas, man. Check me out on Historyhyenas.com.
0: And you can see him and Don this weekend. Where are you guys going to be at?
1: No, well, Donnie, where are you going to be? I'm going to be in Jacksonville this weekend. You can see him at the Jacksonville uh, Comedy Zone. When does this episode come out, Theo? Thursday. Thursday. This Thursday? Okay, so go to my website, christycomedy.com. I got a bunch of dates up there. March 19th, uh, Gramercy Theater, live History Hyenas. First show sold out, second show available, and then April 29th. Wall Street Theater, Norwalk, Connecticut. I also, in April, I have Vancouver, Boston, Raleigh, North Carolina. I got Philadelphia. I just put Seattle and Portland up. In October, uh Aladdin Theater and Neptune Theater. Amen. So come check me out. I got a bunch of dates. Chris and check out the podcast History of Hyenas with Giannis Papas. Amen, man. And thank
0: you so much for coming, dude. And sorry if I'm a little bit tired. It's just been hard I just feel tired. Nah, I hope
1: bro. it was a good episode, man.
0: I think it was a lot of fun. I wish I could be more fun, uh, like just more engaging. Sometimes I'm just a little bit exhausted.
1: I like your energy. I like I like your energy this way because I like it because it's really you. It's really just like you, and then I like in the beginning, like when you get like a little catty bitch energy, I kind of like that about you. Oh, uh, thanks. Man. When I was like thanks. talking to you like, hey, save it for the podcast. I kind of like that. And then, and then I like that you go in waves and zones with this thing.
0: Yeah. Well, I have to pee too. That's why I've fucking been in that zone for <laughs> a bit. But I love the story about the kid in the wheelchair. I loved... The fact that he inspired you, man, that shit is pretty powerful. You, you got know?
1: you got real good fucking positive energy, and I wish that we hung out more. But I text you, you don't text back anymore. I That's will. That's the problem.
0: Well, I will. Some of my start texts haven't been going you. through.
1: I want to start FaceTiming you more, too. When you pee, is what? it clear or is it darker? Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you this, bro. I bet it's a lot clearer than some of the patches you've had, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude.
0: That is for sure,
1: dude. Yeah, man. But I'm have but been. But i just waiting for this last STD <laughs> yeah, results, yeah, yeah. and then I'm going to be celibate, man. I'm going to try to take two months off. No pussy. I'm not saying I won't fuck guys, but definitely no girls. <laughs> yeah, bro,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if you're only banging guys because you're taking a break from women, that's not gay, bro. You have to actually be a gay
1: man, man. So. I know. I feel like guys can't go back. You can't be a bisexual guy. You can be a bisexual girl, but guys, I feel like once you uh, hook up with a guy, you're gay. <laughs> yeah. Which is fine Dunkin' Donuts, remember that? Dunkin' Donuts? No, what's that? From uh, Jim Norton over there on the Opie show. I love Jim Norton.
0: Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts. Dude, it got weird though towards the end because Opie and Jim were always arguing. Right? They were arguing a lot. There was a lot of tension in there.
1: Uh, and to be honest, man, people would hit me up because at, at the end I was on. Uh, at the end, literally every time Jim was out, Opie would call me in to be the fill-in because I was, you know, uh, yeah, hungry. Yeah. I live right there. Hungry for this for the opportunity, um, and uh, and so a lot of fans would ask me questions. Hey, what's going on with Opie and Jim? And and the truth is, I didn't know because. They, I they only saw them argue once And that was live on the air When everybody else saw it yeah. When it was before or after I had no idea I would see Jim at the Comedy Cellar Wouldn't talk about it I, When I would speak to Opie privately He wouldn't talk about it So anything that the fans I don't know
0: Yeah, you same know? Yeah, same people would ask me about it I just felt like I think it's hard to work with anybody For a long time To yeah. start that early in the morning yeah. You know, Opie had been there for a while I think it's just tough to make that It's tough to make things fit You know, a lot of things But anyway, I shouldn't have brought that up I didn't mean to you kind of bring l- it up I just...
1: D- tonight uh or you can't do it i probably can actually you want to do it me you and donnie yeah and scotty bangs i just have to go i have I wanna, to go to yoga right now no but i mean after yoga yeah we're gonna do it man i want to buy you. What, what do you want to eat i don't know something italian you want to do something italian yeah, yeah. scotty bangs are you you need it you getting a trim oh yeah
2: i actually i got podcast Nick. tonight oh sorry he has it's a podcast good. too I'd be honored to Another Bachelor podcast No I know oh, his thanks. name's Nick
1: But aren't we calling him Scotty Bangs Or do we call him Nicky Bangs Nikki Bangs Oh my fault Yep Scotty um, Karate Nicky Bangs alright <laughs> dude It's so
3: good I don't even know where I am right Yo, now Yo dude you wanna piss in my
1: hood <laughs> I wanna go <laughs> I wanna go take a nap <laughs> Yo dude Alright bro I'm gonna fucking kiss you on the lips right now <laughs> What <laughs> Get it on camera. No, what do we do? Can I do it? No. Come on, man. Stop being huh? anti-gay. Just I'm go. Not. Let's go. Get him.
0: Dude, if I'm gay, I will tell you, bro. I'm not just being gay for no reason, One man. Yeah. On. Thank God. These are, these are, uh, are <laughs> man-on-man-permitted. <on> man <laughs> bro. <laughs> wow. It's too much. Wow. It's too much, guys. Be good. No. <laughs> Get that away. Yes.
3: That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Now I'm just floating on the breeze And I feel I'm falling like these leaves I must be cornerstone Oh, but when I reach that ground I'll share this peace of mind I found I can feel it in my bones But it's gonna take a little time For me to set that parking brake and let myself all on while